0: Gamecock Nation. Welcome to the Cocky on Saturday podcast. Number one quickest and easiest way to stay up to date on your Gamecock football. I am your host, James Beal, class of 2018, former Gamecock student football manager, and there's nothing I love more than talking some Gamecock football. Let's go. Hey y'all, glad to have you here for the inaugural episode of the Cocky on Saturday podcast. Let's get into what this podcast is going to look like. Before the season here, we're going to go over everything you need to know on a week-to-week basis about Gamecock football. That way, you're not going to be scrambling last second as you walk into williams Bryce on that first Saturday of the year, trying to figure out who the players are, who to look out for. And have a realistic expectation of the season. Um, There's so much information out there. We're going to bring it to you guys in a nice, concise way and go through the most important parts. Once the season does start, we're going to be here likely doing two episodes a week. One of them is going to be breaking down the game. What did we see? Let's look ahead to the next game. And then the other episode is going to continue to be this quick type of episode, keeping you updated on anything on the recruiting trail, what we're seeing in practice, maybe some injury reports, and just keeping you up to date so you can impress your friends at the tailgate. Now, in this first episode, I want to give you guys a little bit of background on myself, like I said in the intro, I was class of 2018, started in 2014, was able to get it done in a clean four years. During my first two years on campus, I was actually a student manager for the Gamecock football team underneath Steve Spurrier's regime right there at the end. Um, overlapped a little bit with Will Muschamp, and then um, they brought in a new staff, and you know I moved on in my life. But that was a great experience. It really... It, That's what got me into Gamecock football. I am not from South Carolina. I grew up in New Jersey. I know some may scoff at that. Growing up in New Jersey, you don't really have college football. It's just pro teams. If you're looking for college, you have Rutgers. Take that for what you will. But hey, you get down here to the SEC. You go to williams Bryce. You're with your 84,000 best friends in the world. Man, that bug hits you. And ever since, I've been hooked. I love Gamecock football. It's all I ever talk about. I nauseate my wife with it come the season. So, hey, here we are. Let's talk on this podcast. I'll get it out of my system. Um, And we're going to create a platform moving forward where we'll actually have some interaction with listeners. So looking forward to that. But really just want to go ahead, get this rolling, get you guys the information you need as we close in on the season here. And kind of show you guys what this podcast is going to look like. In today's podcast, we'll actually be covering three different topics. Number one, we're going to take a look at recruiting, what's going on with the recruiting trail. You guys have all seen the recent recruits. What do those mean? When are they going to get here in Columbia on campus? Bring that to you. Number two, take a look at the current roster. You know, we got a lot of guys already in Columbia. Those are going to be the big impact players for this year. I want to bring you guys as much information as we can on those guys currently on campus. Number three, where are we at in terms of camp and the season? And we'll make sure we go through that. Number one, on the recruiting trail, massive recruits over the past week or two here. Three I really want to highlight. Number one, and probably the most recent here, was Grayson Pup Howard, four-star linebacker out of Jacksonville, Florida. Massive. Massive commit, great linebacker, a super athletic, could probably play anywhere on the field, on defense, wherever the coaches need him. That's just the type of guy he is. He just wants to get on the field and play. He quoted that the fans, the atmosphere is the reason he chose South Carolina. Always excited to get a guy like that into the building because you know what? On Saturday, they're going to light it up. Number two. Cam Pringle, that's the name to watch out for. He is not committed. Um, He actually won't even be releasing his top 10 until we get to his birthday on September 13th. But Cam Pringle, he's the number one offensive tackle, depending what website you take a look at, but number one offensive tackle in the country. He's in the Dorchester area of the state, so he's an in-state guy from an area that we've done a great job of recruiting from in the past. And he's definitely been in touch with the Gamecocks. He recently said that Beamer's the coach he most frequently speaks to, and that all signs are pointing towards a great result. There, we'll see. You know, a long process to go in his recruiting process, but we certainly have a great shot. in him again, keep out, keep an eye out for the name Cam Pringle. And finally, we got a quarterback commit about two weeks ago, Dante Reno. Uh, that's a Satterfield and Pete Limbo. Recruit right there. They've been on this guy early on, I think almost three years now, out of Massachusetts, which isn't really an area you normally see us picking up recruits from. So that was a great relationship they were able to build. I know a lot of people have issues with Satterfield and you know results from last year, but I'll tell you what, that guy knows how to recruit. Went up to the Northeast and got a four-star quarterback in Dante Reno. So another great pickup there for the Gamecocks. those are the three main guys I want to highlight this week. We'll come back next week and take a look at another three. Moving on, not sure if you guys saw, but they just released the rankings by position for college football players across the country. National rankings, not just SEC. And I mean, we had three guys in the top 10 of their position. Cam Smith, I mean, come on. I I know we all think back to his freshman year when he was getting burned against Tennessee, and man, it was not pretty. But the strides he has taken throughout his career in Columbia is just amazing to watch. He's actually ranked the number one corner in the country going into the 2022 season. Another name to be watching out for, and these guys were all on our roster already, is Jaheim Bell. We've all seen the talent. We've all seen the athleticism at the tight end position. We, we've we all had those moments watching games where we're like, man, just get him the ball. Well, you know what? It, the rankings recognize that, and he's the number three tight end going into the season. And, of course, Spencer Rattler, obviously, first year on campus. He's a top 10 quarterback in the country according to these rankings as well. It, what else will say I know there's a lot of cynics out there you know, People that are just so used to this Losing culture A lot of people are making that turn Thank God to Beamer Thanks to the Dukes-Mayo Bowl game result from last year But I know there's still people out there That question where we're going to be at this year I mean if you really think That we are less than an 8 win team You need to check yourself That may shock some people But we're an 8 plus win team this year We have 7 starters on the offensive side Coming back Nine starters on the defensive side. On top of that, we ended up adding a top five transfer class to our existing roster. And it's not just Spencer. We all know how great he is and how great people portray him. And we know the knock against him, too. But he wasn't the only person with that transfer portal. Stogner came over. uh, Christian Beal Smith from Wake Forest, along with many, many others, a lot of which are expected to perform for starting jobs this year. Guys, we have all this experienced talent coming back. We added new talent to the pool. Camp's going to be amazing. The position battles that we're going to see, the camaraderie between everybody building up towards the season, it's just nothing we've seen in the recent past. I mean, I, I don't think any of us are used to this, but there should be a lot of excitement around this program going into the year. I know I'm pumped. You should be pumped. If you're not already, keep listening. I'm just going to continue to give you reasons why to have great expectations this year. Obviously, we don't want those expectations to be too high. But realistically speaking, we are an 8-plus win team this year. Hey, a couple things go our way. Maybe we're at 10. I'm not going to speak too soon. Before the season, we'll drop our official predictions. And then finally, just want to loop you guys in on... Where we're at as far as when the season comes up. We all know the first game is a night game. September 3rd against Georgia State should start off the season strong there. If we falter in that game, forget what I was just talking about. But you know what? That's gonna be a great jumping off point for this squad. Uh 7:30 o'clock at Williams Bryce, that place is gonna be rocking. I'm gonna be there. You better be there. And then Camp is officially starting in 21 days from when we're recording this. We're currently recording on Friday, July 15th, so we're starting exactly 3 weeks from now on Friday, August 5th. Watch out in camp for those position battles. We're going to be bringing you guys those updates as we go day by day, you know, in the SEC. We're not going to get official depth charts probably even until that first Saturday game, but you know what? Beamer's been great. He loves giving the media information. So we'll find out a lot more throughout camp than we ever have in the past. And that was a great thing with Beamer in camp last year. I know one position battle I'll be keeping a sharp eye at is the running back and then also the wide receiver room. Obviously, those are some of the most fun positions to watch in football. But man, both those rooms are loaded with talent, experienced guys, transfer portal guys, And we just don't really know how it's going to shape out. We know Josh Mann is going to be there at wide receiver, but who's behind him? I mean, Jalen Brooks just decided he's coming back. Xavier Leggett was impressing everybody at spring practice. And those would seem to be the top three right now. But there's a lot of transfers in, a lot of new recruits that came through the door. We'll break that battle down more in detail as we get closer to camp. And then also the running back room. Marshawn Lloyd's back, Christian Beale Smith's there. I mean, that's going to be an incredible room to watch. I expect it to be running back by committee, but camp is going to push all those guys to their next level, and it's only going to make them better. And then finally, one massive piece of news, ESPNU has just announced essentially a hard knocks version of Gamecock football. It's going to be called Welcome Home. They are following the team from camp all the way up to that Georgia State game. We are going to get true behind-the-scenes looks at the team, how we go about practice every day, how we get prepared, all the facilities. And that's also going to be shown to the world. Obviously, as a Gamecock fan, we are just going to dig that up. But I'm telling you, a lot of people across the country are going to start to see our program, how Shane handles himself, how he carries himself. They're going to latch onto this program. Gamecock football is about to be at the pinnacle of what we can be on a national level without necessarily getting into that college football playoff. Hey, if we get there, we're all pumped about it. But again, let's set our expectations. (laughs) Realistically, again, we are expecting a great year, college football playoff handful of years down the road. Maybe sooner. We'll see. Shane's definitely trending in the right direction. I'll tell you one thing. Everybody on this team seems to be so bought in right now. That just means so much. It's been a while since we've seen that. Shane has been working on that culture ever since he got back to Columbia. And it's just really special. I have no other words for it. I'm excited for the season. And that really brings us to a wrap today for today's episode. As I told you guys, these are going to be short, concise, getting you guys the key topics that you need to know who to be looking out for. And we're going to continue bringing these once a week all the way up until the season. Once the season starts, we're going to start doing two episodes. We're going to have a little bit of a longer episode because you can't break down an entire game in 15 minutes. (laughs) But again, we'll continue having these weekly episodes that are short, concise, bringing you guys the most important information. I appreciate y'all listening in and stay tuned for next week's episode. Go ahead and interact with us on our social media platforms on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. We are at Cocky on Saturday. We're just building those up. But guys, come interact. Let us know what you want to hear about. Let us know what you want us to focus on. And we want to interact with you guys. That's what we're here. We all love GameCock football. Let's talk about it. Let's get amped up. Let's not nauseate our wives, families (laughs) with Gamecock football. (laughs) There's a time for that. But hey, here's a platform to come to and talk about it and listen about it. Well, that brings an end to the inaugural episode of the Cocky on Saturday podcast. I'll see y'all next week. And go Cocks!